Good afternoon. Uh, this is Craig Rebuck speaking on behalf of the Silver and Healing Sanctuary. And I'm here with my colleague, Feroz Dada. And the subject of uh, today's discussion and a series of discussions that we will bring forward over the, the coming weeks and months is entitled Our House. And it's our relationship to ourself and our relationship to what it's like to die. And how you, how we, how an individual thinks about this process. And it feels important to bring up a subject which is in our Western culture often ignored. And hopefully the, uh, the next few sessions of podcasts that we put forward will bring you some interesting thought process. So, Feroz, without uh, further ado, tell me what your, your thoughts or questions were. Well, I think we'll have mutual questions, but uh, the first thing that comes to mind is, uh, Craig, the word death. You see, mm. the word death conjures up images. It, it uh, may even strike fear of some type. Uh, so I think, I think we need to just look at what death is. First of all, in a pragmatic way, Craig. Mm -hmm. um, and so I invite you first to, to, to look at death and describe to me or to the viewers what you mm -hmm. think death is in a pragmatic way, first of all, and then we can move on to perhaps yeah. some spiritual thinking. It's funny, I'd almost want to say, uh, in order for us to accept and have a conversation about death, we probably almost have to have a conversation about life right. and the fear of, of uh, what it would be like to leave that behind. And I think that the word death is so final that it does create fear. Um, so I think it's a, set, a sense of how do we live in these bodies, in our house? What do we do? How do we have this relationship with our house and our house in relation to others, our family, our loved ones, and even to ourselves? What is it that we need to do in order to live in our house? And part of that is to accept that there is a natural process, a natural order that our lives will come to an end and it is a death. It is a final moment or there will be a final moment. Hmm. That leaves the question maybe of like, well, what happens after? But that we'll come to that on another occasion. So Craig, to that I would add, of course, fear. Fear is a factor, which is hmm. fear of, of losing this connection with this seductive life. You know, human beings, animals, everybody clings to life, don't they? Irrespective of how, how difficult it can become. I mean, it's a very natural instinct. Um, so there is a natural instinct and, and, and there is, of course, the, um, of course, the attachment to goods and people. You know, which also makes people fear losing them, if you like. Mm. So I was going to say this to you, Craig, that maybe we should detach death from fear and suffering. And by that, I mean fear of, of dying. Um, 
fear of losing, fear and suffering of the of the person who is, you know, in certain cases people suffer before they die. And of course, once they are dead, the people left behind have some suffering. So, but if you were to leave suffering out of this, because suffering exists anyway, it exists mm -hmm. in our life and in our death. For for the purpose of our discussion, if you could leave suffering and fear out of this, what is death then? Just look at death as it stands by itself. Tell me, what do you what do you look at it? How do you look at it? Sorry, my phone just rang. Uh, apologies. Um, You know, it's it's a it's a strange thing that you ask the question in the way that you do because actually I don't the the aspect of death for myself doesn't hold anything. My my fear would be about the way I die, because that is the unknown. Are we going to suffer? But I see this this is school. Life is school, and it's a long school. If we're fortunate to have many years, it's even longer. So the ending is comes when our bones are tired and our natural order of the job is done and the lessons have been learned. I think that uh, the, the, the death is a transition from one way of seeing and being to another. We don't completely have the other as a clear image and a picture, but we have a sense of it. Uh, I think that's where the spiritual realm comes to take place as to do is there something else after we die and i think so, that so before i mean before we this good a good time to switch to the spiritual part but you still haven't quite answered the question meaning this that suffering exists anyway suffering exists during our lifetime uh, it may exist at the time of dying although not necessarily because people can go very quickly at times but so I think to confuse death and suffering is a mistake. I think that yes, I, 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 I agree with that. And once you look at death in its isolation, then it stands by itself. It has no problems attached to it other than the fear mm. of the unknown, mm. or the fear of the next rebirth or whatever it is. But death mm. in itself, sadly, the word conjures of suffering and difficulties, mm. but that in itself is a transition. Well, in, in the modern Western world that we that we live in, they, the, the pain management is such that the suffering actually is mitigated greatly. And, and unless an individual has really been or seen what hospice work is about or what end of life care is about, then you don't really have this sense is that we have a disease that will maybe ravage our body in some form or another, and the ending becomes complex. Whatever the ending is, there is a transitory moment because there is the suffering, the death, and then there's after the death. And they are very different. They are separable, and we can discuss each aspect but the actual death itself is a slipping out of the body. It's an ending. It's mm. a releasing of a breath. It's actually yeah. very easy. 
it's a simple form of letting go. So and I think I think I think that's exactly how I I I feel that suffering mm. and other aspects should be separated from mm. death itself and the act of dying. So which which neatly brings us to the to the fear of the unknown, isn't it? The fear mm. of the next the transition. And I think it was Rumi who said that when the sun sets in the west, it rises in the east. Mm. Um, nice. So what is your view on on the next step, the next, the transition and the next stage after death? Because that is really where, where we are. If we, if we look at death in itself, then the only place where fear exists is the next step after we go, mm. isn't it? Because mm. if you leave suffering out of this for a moment, um, what happens? This is what people fear. And that's the only thing. I'd like to come back to this question in a slightly different way. And I'd like to talk about the transition of the relationship of the, of the individual who has come to the end and is coming to the end of their life. Then the repercussion and the relationship of all the people that are around. So our subject was about our house, was about how do we live in this our house? Um, and how do we support those around us to to come to terms and understand this ending. Now, of course, there are endings that are imminent and tragic and have no time, and, and they are very difficult for those that are left behind to deal with. But where the opportunity is there, our house is about making sure that things are in the right order. So I'd like to talk about those aspects of what okay. that feels like. And then there's the, the transitory moment, and then there's the after. And the after, I think, is, it does separate into two separate things. And why I say it separates into two separate uh, experiences is, first of all, the individual that is no longer incarnate in their body. Of course, what is that like? And that's a subject which we will touch upon, but we will only give the sense of what we understand because we're both here. So we cannot give you... Uh, in any way, a living answer. But there's also the relationship of the preparation for those that are left behind. What happens for them? And well, that's a very, very different scenario. So we cannot, as, as individuals, I don't think we can control the whole subject. It's not possible to do so. Well, there, there may be a way to do it. Okay. Um, and, and if we all understood uh, this this phenomena that the Sufi mystics call life lives and that death dies. Life lives and death dies. Okay, what does that mean? What the Sufis try and get you to, to feel is your soul, your inner self as a separate entity to your body. As you go into deep meditation, as you be, and the same in Buddhism up to a point, of course, they call it janana or something. It's the same thing. If you experience your connection with your soul, now I know this is, in a sense, not a philosophy that everybody would subscribe to, but the mystics say that if you can touch your soul and then realize, so do Buddhists, that there is a soul which is separate to your body, 
then you realize that life lives forever, infinitely, because you're touching something which is finite, infinite. Yes. And, and death dies because the body is a garment. It simply sheds itself. Yes. Now, if all of us subscribe to it or had that experience in meditation, then we would all feel the same way about death, that it does not exist, that life is infinite. Our soul is infinite. And that's why I think the Sufis and the Buddhists up to a point got it right. Say, you can experience this during your lifetime. And when you mm. do, you ha will have the confidence and the faith and the trust that life lives. So what about those that don't have that understanding or that experience about a Sufi way or a Buddhist way, but come from a very Western philosophy whereby there is this subject of almost hell and heaven uh, are the two places and living in a morally correct way in order to to uh, 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 attain the, the perfection of, uh, of, a, of a heavenly passing. How do but, you help those? How but, do you help well, people? But you, don't, you don't need to help them because they already know what they have to do to lead a good life. You know, mm. I mean, that goes without saying to all of us, whether it's Sufi or Buddhist or Catholic or Muslim, we all know by now that we must lead a good and, and a fulfilled life to mm. its potential. We know that. So that's no mystery in that. And if mm. those who don't subscribe, who are either religious or, or, or atheists or even agnostic, simply subscribe to the simple way of looking at life loving life in the physical form, doing the right things in the right way. I mean, leading a good and moral life. And I think yes. that in, a, in that sense is an easier answer. And when life comes to an end, well, it's, it's clear. Everybody who is alive dies. So, so I, 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 I'd like to address the, the aspect whereby uh, we don't, subscribe to a specific religious format what we are really connecting with and working with is energy and that the that the translation in my opinion of what a soul is about is 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 a life force that, that lives within us and okay. it's not in a form that we can understand and that's clear but that life force that energy continues of course. And I'm... completely sorry carry no, no, that was really the, the no, aspect no. of thinking about those that subscribe through being an atheist in its inner form and can acknowledge or, or listen to the thought that uh, there is an infinite uh, awareness. Yes. yes, and of course there is an infinite, uh, infinite connection with everything that, that exists on Earth in the same way. Uh, yeah. The divine energy force is all us together in a sense, mm. separated, but that's a separate subject probably for another one of our, our house talks. But yes, no, I agree with you entirely. Words, uh, soul, spirit, all, all, you know, are interchangeable divine force, you know, uh, universal energy. I think you can use whatever word you wish. It doesn't, mm. it doesn't matter. It is that force that is, you see, the difference between the person who is, who, who does not, sorry, I, I rephrase this. The difference is to experience death while living, meaning experience that 
inner force and energy whilst you are alive. And that is when you touch that force, you realize that force continues. This is what there are, there are many times in life where chapters and, and, and part periods of our life actually do come to an end and they are a death. We may move a house. We may change from not being married to being married to experience the ending of one particular way and an opening of something completely different. We may have children. We may not have had children, whatever those varying forms are. So there are experiences, but it's not necessarily seen as a death. Yeah. It's more seen as a transition from one mm. step to another. Mm. But there I, is I'm an ending. Mm. Oh, sure. And I, I'm simply, I'm simply saying because I'm simply saying that from a spiritual perspective, it goes back to sort of a form of meditation or something looking inside yourself to find that answer. But not just find the answer, but experience the answer. This is what yes. I'm saying. And once you experience something, then you have that conviction. See, otherwise the words just flow, discussions take place. There's no mystery about, about living and dying. It's happening all the time. So, mm. and, and if we could understand that truly, we would not be surprised or, or, mm. or saddened by it in, in a way. Um, but it isn't. You have to experience death in a sense while you're living. And then I think you begin to probably feel the force of this infinite energy. Okay. Well, I think that at that point, I think that uh, we have come to the end of today's discussion. And uh, maybe you. next time we can some of the practicalities of our house and thinking about our relationship to our, our families, our friends, our fellow man both before and after, and the preparation of ourselves into, into our transition, into our moment of <sighs> letting go. <laughs> well, wonderful to talk, Craig. Thank you very yeah. much. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. strong.